1: Hello, everyone. Dave Sims here at The Yoga Voice. And here we are on the seventh chakra, the final of our chakra series of meditations. So welcome to all. If it's your first time listening, welcome to The Yoga Voice. For those of you that have been following along week after week, welcome back. So I'm excited about our journey through this seventh chakra, also known as the crown chakra in Sanskrit. It's the Sahasrara chakra, which translates into thousand petaled lotus. Often that's the translation used. And in Sanskrit, numbers that end with the double zero are also symbolic of infinity. So this is a very expansive, all-inclusive energy in this seventh Chakra center. So, as we've explored the the other energy centers of the body, there's this sense of a rising consciousness that began at the level of the root chakra, very grounded into the earth, into the unseen roots, into our ancestry, into our tribal base. And then, as our sense of self develops, our consciousness rises. And then we get into this energy of the upper chakras, reflecting on spirit and connection with the unseen and that divine inspiration. So the, the seventh or the crown chakra really has a um, history of being thought of as the uh, center of bliss that center of enlightenment. And there's all kinds of stories and mythology around the opening of the crown chakra. And I won't get into all that here today, just for the sake of time. But it's important to note that in yoga philosophy, so this chakra is thought to be the seat of enlightenment. And it's ultimate state of consciousness is about beyond reason, beyond the senses, beyond the limits of the world around us. Part of our yoga practice is about withdrawing of the senses, pratyahara, in order to achieve a mental stillness necessary to perceive what is beyond in this ultimate state of enlightenment. And then tantric philosophies, these are Vedic philosophies, regards the senses as a gateway to awakening consciousness. So there's, you can notice that little polarity between yogic philosophy and tantric philosophy. Chakra philosophy or theory actually tells us that it's both. It's the the stimulation of the senses and our intelligence that gives us information. And we take that information, drawing it inward. So we have this withdrawal of the senses to our interior where we can process the information and sift through it and ultimately seek knowledge. Thinking of the analogy with thousand petal lotus, its roots must be firmly planted in the earth for it to maintain its blossom. So if that connection with the earth is severed, the blossom will fold and close and eventually wither. So it's thinking of the chakras as a system that ultimately arises to that crown chakra while still being rooted in the base of the spine in that mula chakra, mulanhar chakra. So have that image in your mind as we as we go through this little practice today. And keep in mind too that as we look at the uh, dimensions of our spirit, of our soul, of moving towards enlightenment, of higher consciousness, or however you want to look at that. One of the basic goals, if you will, of this of this energy that culminates with the balancing and opening of all these chakras is this idea that while we're on earth our goal, if you will, would be to transcend our illusions and really discover that, that universal power within our spirit. Maintaining that we are responsible for what we create and that we strive to learn to act and think with love and wisdom and to live in service of others and of all life. And that's really the ultimate pure energy of the seventh chakra. We think of higher consciousness as an awareness that there's a, a deep order in the universe that's, that's more inclusive and more all-encompassing than we can actually actually grasp. And if you think about the, um, I think it's interesting if we look at our brain and our mind and how amazing that space inside our skull is where just billions of cells and trillions of connections and just thinking of that, that sensitivity and that power and that wisdom and that information that is contained in our mind is is unparalleled by even the you know the greatest supercomputer of our times just those those trillions of little synaptic connections that process information and there's a sensitivity and a power there that is really truly beyond our understanding to really perceive the scope of the power of the human brain. And this chakra is really focused on the mind and that it becomes a center where we can receive divine guidance and wisdom and inspiration where those intuitive thoughts, or if you will, some type of divinely or cosmic inspired idea, manifests and transforms into our into our consciousness and so having this center open is is key to making that happen. And circling a little bit back to the the guiding principle of yoga is the second yoga sutra, the Vritti Nirodaha, that yoga is calming the chatter of the mind. And the sutras go on to say that when we can calm all these fluctuations and uh, thoughts and, and chaotic patterns in the mind, that we start to reveal our true self. To, we start to see our true nature. We start to see our connection with all that is. And so I'd like that, that compliment be, be, <clears throat> between yoga philosophy and some of this chakra theory. So let's do a little visualization today, and we'll kind of focus a little bit on, on all the chakras, but we'll begin by coming to a comfortable seat. Feel a nice, long, upright spine. And we'll think of this meditation as a cleansing of all the chakras, a balancing, and allowing us to really develop that energy and be aware of opening up all of our energies to this higher goal or higher consciousness. So as we breathe in and out, just breathe in and out with an awareness. <clears throat> so that you can feel the breath flowing in, expanding, and flowing out. So as you feel grounded into the earth, just begin to focus in on your own energy. Just checking in with where your energy is at today. Get out any little wiggles or fidgets. And now that we can feel this uprightness in our spine and the stability in our base, eyes are gently closed. And we can turn that inner vision upward symbolic of being receptive to opening this crown chakra. And then imagine that there's this this glowing orb of light floating directly above your head. So this light is translucent. It's bright white. It's has a movement and a translucence to it. And then you feel a warmth and a joyful vibrancy emanating from it. And this orb of energy and light is where we will pull some light from this energy into our bodies And we'll begin with imagining that we're drawing some red light from this orb of energy. As you breathe in, feel this this red light flowing down through your body into the area of the root chakra. And it's there that it expands and settles in. filling that entire area at the pelvic floor, the base of the tailbone with this vibrant red color and just hold that color and that energy of your first chakra for a few moments. Notice how your body feels with this color. Does your body like it? Does it feel energized or uncomfortable? And now in your mind's eye, travel back up the spine, up through the crown crown chakra. And here we'll pull an orange light from the orb floating above our head and allow it to travel through your crown, through your body, down the spine, till you bring it to the second chakra, that sacral chakra, just right below the belly button, filling this area with a vibrant orange color, and breathing into that sensation in the belly of this energy of the second chakra, expanding and Settling, how does it feel? Is it energizing? Is it uncomfortable? Traveling up the spine again, we'll return to this orb of light and draw a golden yellow and begin to draw it through the crown, through the body to the third chakra Feel this warm, glowing light coming into your body at the solar plexus. Feel the rays of light streaming through every part of your body, just filling it, warming it. Think of that third chakra that has a lot to do with energy energy distribution throughout the entire body. And these golden rays of yellow light are so important to spread that internal fire, that sense of inner fire throughout every portion of your being. Traveling back up the spine through the crown, we draw an emerald green from this light And as we draw this into our body, coming down to that heart center, feel this color wash over you. Feel the sense of love and affinity for the world around you. Feel the warmth of this emerald green glow around your heart. Feel the heart smile. Feel the joyfulness. And again, notice notice how that resonates with you. Next, we'll reach into this orb of energy and pull out the color blue as we bring this blue light through the crown into our throat chakra, allowing that blue light to soothe your throat as well as relax the shoulders and the arms. Feel the rays of blue extend all around your throat, communicating with all that is around you. Cleansing. Noticing how it resonates with you. Now we come to the third eye itself. This is a deep indigo blue color that we draw from this energy center. From this orb floating above us, we'll feel the coolness of this indigo blue as it as it bathes our third eye energy, allowing it to wash away any images, any foreign images, cleansing and soothing that inner screen of consciousness. Feeling that energy, cleansing, dissolving images floating in and out, allowing that screen of consciousness to be clear. And finally, we come to the crown chakra. And this is often seen as a a vibrant violet color Feel this violet light color streaming into your crown, energizing and balancing all of the chakras. Feel the expansive energy of this brilliant light Some would say it's the light with such a brilliance, it reflects the energy of a thousand suns. And then just checking in with yourself, begin to, in your mind's eye, travel down through the other chakras and see if the color is still there, the indigo, the throat blue, the heart emerald green, the solar plexus, that golden yellow, the sacral with the vibrant orange, the root with that energizing red, As you scan over your body, notice which of the colors may seem the strongest or the brightest. Notice how the different colors feel or felt. Which ones are more nourishing and energizing? It is said that the colors that felt most welcome probably represent energies that you need most of the time. And the colors that felt the least welcome represent areas that you would typically avoid or where there may be some difficulty. Bright, vibrant colors Represent places of strength. So, as a reminder of the interconnectedness of all these energies, we'll do this little central channel breathing. So again, visualizing that channel that we drew all the light in through our chakra centers. Let's breathe into that and into the earth as we inhale, drawing from that energy above us. Through that central channel, we'll exhale deep into the earth. As we inhale up through the earth, through that central channel encompassing all the chakras and out through the crown of the head into the universe, feel the energy release. As you inhale, let's draw in that energy from above, draw it through the body, exhaling into the earth, deep, full breath, Inhaling up through the earth, through the central channel, and exhaling out through the crown. A couple more rounds of breath on your own, feeling this vibrant energy and breath flowing through every fiber of your being. Now begin to allow the intensity of your breath to soften. Returning to a natural breath in and breath out. Notice how your energies feel at this moment. Is there a heightened vibrancy? Is there a tingling? Is there no sensation at all? Is there something in between that you notice within yourself and your own energies? This practice helps to bring us a little more in touch with that higher self, that higher consciousness, that part of ourselves that witnesses the coming and goings of thoughts that part of ourself that recognizes this thought and that thought and sees the thoughts develop, unfold and fade, that witness consciousness, that sense of deeper self or soul or spirit that's with us our entire lives and has existed before this lifetime, and we'll go on existing long after this lifetime. So allowing ourselves to just tap into that witness consciousness, that inner seer. Know that it is always there even in our moments of unawareness. Now let's gently drop our chin slightly down. Begin to allow the eyes to just flutter open. We'll look forward, we'll circle the arms up overhead, drawing our palms right into that heart center. I thank you all for taking this time out to listen and practice in these ancient practices of meditation, visualization, and opening up our inner energies. May each one of you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you be free from all harm. May you know peace. And may you walk through each day with ease. That divine light and spirit that dwells within me humbly honors that divine light and spirit that dwells within each one of you. Namaste.
0: Thank you for listening to The Yoga Voice, brought to you by City Yoga School of Yoga and Health, where we are committed to exploring how yoga inspires and transforms. Find out more at www.cityyoga.biz. That's C-I-T-Y-O-G-A dot biz. Special thanks to our producer, Brian Sims, for his audio expertise.